Good evening, everyone, and welcome to our live session. I'm Metre, your host for today's insightful session on a very important topic, scoliosis. We are thrilled to have with us Dr. Saur Bravo, a renowned expert in spine disorders. Welcome, Dr. Saurabh. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Saurabh. Let's dive right in. Our first question to you, and it's one that many of our viewers are curious about, what exactly is scoliosis, and how common is it? Thank you, Maitri, for this very important question. So, scoliosis is nothing but a sideways bend in the spine. So, normally, we, when we stand up straight, our head is centered over our trunk, and our trunk is centered over our pelvis. But in scoliosis, due to abnormal growth and abnormal development, the spine bends in such a fashion towards the side that the head may not be centered over the trunk and the trunk may not be centered over the pelvis. Due to which the appearance of the body becomes asymmetrical or imbalanced and uh, the patient may present with one shoulder being higher than the other or the ribs can become asymmetrical so on one side we may get a rib hump and on the other side we may get a rib depression. The waistlines may be asymmetric and likewise the hips also can be asymmetrical. Uh, I would say scoliosis is a fairly common problem if we see the overall population in consideration. So normally uh, scoliosis rates are about 1% of the overall population and it is said to be more common in girls of the teenage group. That's quite insightful, thank you. Moving on to our next question, which concerns many parents and young people. How is scoliosis typically diagnosed and at what age does it most commonly present itself? So scoliosis most commonly present in the teenage group. So generally the age of diagnosis is between 10 to 15 years. But sometimes scoliosis can present early as young as 2 or 3 years of age which is called as early onset scoliosis. And at the same time, there is another type of scoliosis which affects adults, which is known as adult deformity or adult onset scoliosis, which typically presents after the age of 20. So typical presentation is when the patient presents with a sideways bend in the spine. Uh, as I already said, the patient's shoulders can be asymmetrical or not at the same level. The rib hump can be seen or the ribs can be asymmetrical and the patient body may be shifted towards one side and not centered onto the pelvis. Likewise, the patient may also have waistline asymmetry or asymmetry in the hips. Thank you for that clarification. Another important aspect our audience is interested in. Can you tell us about the different types of scoliosis? So scoliosis is of varying types, primarily defined by the etiology or the reason why the scoliosis has formed. So some scoliosis present at birth, which are known as con congenital scoliosis, which are uh, which appear because of malformation of the spinal bone. So either one form one bone may form extra, or one bone one bone may not form correctly due to which the spine can get bent onto one side and this bend can increase as the patient grows. So these kind of congenital scoliosis may be due to a hemivertebra or a, a vertebra which is not fully formed or a vertebra when two vertebra are joined together which is known as an unsegmented bar. Uh, likewise, the most common cause of scoliosis is called as idiopathic scoliosis which typically occurs in the teenage group of children. So uh, idiopathic scoliosis is something for which we don't have a definitive reason. Now it is postulated that this may be due to postural imbalance, it may be due to genetic factors but there is no definitive reason as to why this idiopathic scoliosis occurs. 
the third most common scoliosis is a neuromuscular scoliosis so in neuromuscular conditions like cerebral palsy and polio the muscles become weak and they become sometimes weak asymmetrically so in those again due to the imbalance of muscle due to the asymmetry of the muscle strength the spine typically tends to bend towards one side and develops a neuromuscular scoliosis likewise as i already co covered that there is one kind of scoliosis which results in adults and mostly it is due to age related degenerative changes or disc degenerative changes and this type of scoliosis is known as degenerative scoliosis interesting dr saurabh a concern that's often raised what are the main signs and symptoms parents or individuals should look out for so uh, main signs and symptoms of scoliosis would be asymmetry of the patient's body so if the hips, head is not centered over the trunk if the trunk is not centered over the hips uh, otherwise if the shoulders are not coming at the same level one shoulder appears to be at a higher level if the ribs are not symmetrical and we can see a rib cage or the waist lines are asymmetrical or if the hips are asymmetrical so these are the signs and symptoms of scoliosis which a parent should look for specifically if you are suspecting scoliosis you should stand behind your child and ask them to bend forward this is called as forward bending test or adams test if there is a scoliosis or there is a rib hump then the scoliosis will get exaggerated when we ask the child to bend forward and we have a look at his back from the the behind so that is uh, one screening test which is used to diagnose scoliosis that's very helpful to know now a question about the physical impact is scoliosis painful does it lead to other health issues so generally scoliosis is a painless condition it can be detected only because of the deformity but then having said that some patients do complain of pain and especially with the adult onset scoliosis degenerative scoliosis or in a scoliosis which has resu secondarily resulted in degenerative changes it can become painful so uh, these are the kind of scoliosis which can become basically uh, which can give pain to the patient if we talk about other effects of the scoliosis scoliosis can secondarily result in a pelvic tilt which can result in difficulty in sitting and also contribute to limb length discrepancy due to which the patient can be walking with a limp the scoliosis can have in, in impact on the internal organs and it can result in compromise in the patient's respiratory capacity and also result in compromise on the patient's uh, cardiac status and if the scoliosis is very severe it can also have an adverse impact on the patient's nutritional status uh, so his abdomen can be very compromised due to which the patient may not be able to eat well and this can have an adverse impact on the patient's nutrition and the patient may be very thin and lean built Thank you for addressing that concern, Dr. Saurabh. Focusing on treatment, especially for our younger audience, how is scoliosis treated, especially in children and teenagers? So, uh, most cases of scoliosis, when we are able to detect them at an early stage, we can treat it with some exercises, some physiotherapy. Yoga is very beneficial for treatment of early scoliosis. If the scoliosis comes at a relatively advanced stage then many a times we recommend some braces such as a Boston brace or Milwaukee brace which are again able to help these children and prevent the scoliosis from getting worse but if the scoliosis has become at a severe degree if the degree of the scoliosis which is known as the cob angle is more than 40 degree or 50 degree then most of these patients go on to need surgery for correction of the scoliosis That's reassuring to hear Another important aspect are the lifestyle changes or exercises that can help manage or prevent 
Definitely, Maitri. There are a lot of exercises which can help in preventing and managing scoliosis. We encourage our patients to do hanging exercises from the overhead monkey bar. We encourage patients to play basketball. Yoga is very beneficial in keeping the body flexible, in preventing the scoliosis from getting worse. Apart from that, swimming is considered a very good exercise uh, to prevent the progression of scoliosis. And some corrective exercises can also be taught by your physiotherapist, which will be tapered to the type of scoliosis which your child is suffering from. So that can also help in the correction of scoliotic curves. Great advice. Dr. Saurabh, looking at the future of scoliosis treatment, what advances have been made in scoliosis treatment in recent years? Right. So scoliosis treatment has become very, very advanced in recent years with the advent of pedicle screw instrumentation, with the advent of modern navigation systems, with the advent of modern robotic systems, which will help to correct the scoliosis. Uh, in addition, neuromonitoring is available, which uh, gives us the maximum confidence in doing this complicated surgery without any risk of neurological damage to the children. Apart from that, uh, as far as this correction of scoliosis goes, then uh, in the early onset age group of children, children who undergo surgery with before 10 years, we go for non-fusion surgeries in the form of growing rods, in the form of magic rods, in which even a revision surgery is not required. Apart from that, there are new technologies which are again non-fusion surgeries such as the vertebral body tethering procedures which are known as VBT which preserve the advantage of retaining the movement of the patient. Uh, when we talk about adult scoliosis, there are many, many recent advantages, in the, uh, many recent developments in the form of anterior lumbar interbody fusion, ALIF or minimally invasive spine surgery or OLIFs or oblique lumbar interbody fusion. So these are the latest uh, developments in the field of scoliosis treatment. That's encouraging to hear. Finally, a crucial piece of advice for our viewers, what would you say to someone who has just been diagnosed with scoliosis? So I would say that even if you or your child has been diagnosed with scoliosis, there is no reason to worry, there is no reason to fear. Most cases of scoliosis, if diagnosed at the right stage, can get better with exercises, yoga, physiotherapy or maybe some kind of bracing. And even if your child's scoliosis has progressed to a degree where it is more than 40-50 degree and your scoliosis surgeon has advised you to undergo scoliosis correction surgery, there is nothing to fear because with the latest developments, with the modern technology, these kind of complicated surgeries can also be done successfully with a very high success rate of more than 95% and the risk ratio is very, 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 very less, less than 1%. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Dr. Saurabh for sharing your expertise with us today. And thank you to our audience for joining us. We hope this session has been informative and helpful. Goodbye and take care. Thank you.